Welcome to Mission Sunlight from the Media Missionaries of Network 7 Media Center. We are normally in our world headquarters studios located in Chattanooga, Tennessee in the United States of America. But today we are still in the United States of America, but we're in Kansas City, Missouri in the central states of the United States. And we are at ASI, literally in the exhibition hall with exhibitors and ministries and some businesses who are doing work for the kingdom from all over the world here at ASI. We're excited to be a part of that. We've set up a mobile studio here in the exhibit hall right next to the main ASI booth. And we have ministries coming in to chat with us. Uh, in just a moment, I'll introduce our guest, Joy Kaufman, and we'll hear more about what happens in her ministry. My name is Christopher Beeson, and our director of production and engineering today is Jordan Wagner. Mission Sunlight is a nonprofit Christian media production. So if you'd like to know more, visit us at missionsunlight.org. And if you want, you can give by just clicking donate there. Uh, thank you in advance for whatever you're led to give, prayers, money, or any combination of these. We are truly grateful for you. We appreciate whatever you would like to do for this work. Now, just one more thing before we get into today's program. We need to grow. We need to touch more lives for Jesus, to share the story of Jesus, to spread the truth as it is in Jesus. So, if you can't give your time, if you can't give your prayers, if you can't give your monies, would you please, please share this link to today's program with a friend or maybe an enemy. Um, post it on your social media, text it to a friend right now, even snail mail it if you want. Share Mission Sunlight Chat today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My guest today is Joy Kaufman. Joy, you are from a ministry with a really cool name, I think, Farm Stew. Right, Farm Stew. So tell what, us, what do tell you us about you and that? about your ministry. Well, I think, okay, they went out to the vegetable garden, a big farm, and they put together a stew. Exactly. That's what a lot of people think. Yep. And in fact, we want you to think about that. But we also uh, are an eight-letter acronym. So, yeah, we, we teach more than farming and making stew. Okay. Tell us what you do. So Farm Stew is a training of trainers program that is designed to equip people first with the knowledge that Jesus loves them and wants them to have Amen. abundant life. Mm -hmm. And he talks about that in John 10.10. 10. And, and we believe that abundant life is spiritual and physical and emotional. So Farm Stew is an acronym teaching people farming, mm -hmm. having a positive mental attitude, rest, not just on the sleeping and uh, the, the Sabbath, but also rest for women's bodies between pregnancies. Um, we talk about meals, whole food, plant-based meals, how to get it, how to grow it if you can't afford it. So that's farm. And then stew, we teach about proper sanitation. Cleanliness is next to godliness, and it's also the way to good health. Mm -hmm. T is temperance, and teaching all the good things that the Adventist Health Message teaches, but including also sexual temperance, which is the lack of temperance in that area is cause of a lot of the world's suffering. Mm -hmm. And then E stands for enterprise, helping people start small businesses, learn to save money. And then the W is water not just telling people to drink it, but also showing them how to purify maybe contaminated water, or we try to also help people, communities get clean water in their community. So when I hear you talking through those themes, those can be uh, challenges in first world nations, but also some of them are severe problems in third world and developing countries as well. Exactly. So you have a pretty broad work to do. You see your work all over the globe, right? 
Exactly. Yeah, we've concentrated our efforts starting in sub-Saharan Africa, but now opening up countries in uh, Latin America and Asia. And many of those places, more than one third of the children are severely malnourished. Mm. And so our heart goes out to them. We believe God's heart goes out to them. And we want to help mothers and fathers address the root causes of hunger, disease, and poverty. And we believe that the Bible gives clear instructions about how to do exactly that. And so we draw out the biblical texts to inspire and motivate and equip people to thrive. Amen. Wow. I, I want to learn more about some of the specific sites where you're doing ministry. But let me ask you this. As I mentioned, we're here in kind of a noisy exhibit hall. It's actually somewhat quiet at the moment, but there'll be announcements soon enough over the speaker and probably some, some concert over in a corner. We'll hear that in the background. Um, we're at ASI, um, Network 7 Media Center, the producer of Mission Sunlight Chat, Farm Stew, um, so many other ministries are members and part of ASI, Adventist Layman's Services and Industries. So as we spend this long weekend together, why? Why is Farm Stew here at ASI? Well, I love ASI. And I was here, the first time I ever came out was because one of my board members, my founding board members told me I absolutely had to join ASI. And I'd never heard of it as a convert. See, there's our announcement. Okay, yeah, there we go. Go ahead. As a convert, I'd never heard of it. I, I, I couldn't have even imagined the wonders of ASI. I mean, this exhibit hall in and of itself, it's, to me, it's like the body of Christ. And just watching all these different parts working together. We're also members of OCI, Outpost Centers International. They work closely with a lot of us ASI ministries. And we work together, we collaborate. And for example, Farms 2, it's a curriculum. And so we are now sharing with different partners, different ASI partners to reach countries like Bolivia and Cuba and the Philippines. We're partnering with other ministries and just sharing what God has given us freely with them. So there's a huge network being a part of the ASI family. Absolutely. And OCI, as you mentioned. Yeah, and it's so inspiring too. I mean, when you feel a call on your life to serve the Lord, Sometimes that can feel a bit lonely, you know. We even find prophets in the Bible thinking they're they're alone. Well, they're not, and we're not. There's so many people in this movement that are really being called and consecrated and now being equipped through ASI. And we, we equip each other, we inspire each other, we encourage each other. And we want to encourage you, the listeners, maybe you're sitting in a pew and you've wondered what your purpose was. I'm looking over at my booth and seeing Todd Olin. He's an amazing graphic designer that I worked with when I uh, worked at the health department. And he was praying for an opportunity for ministry. Mm. And when I came into the church, actually through the friendship evangelism of their family, um, it was like God answered not just my prayer, but their prayers too, because now he has a purpose and a calling and is using his life in ministry. Amen. Amen. So the network of ASI is, is pretty valuable to you. Somebody watching who's not a part of ASI could possibly not be a part of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, but let's just suppose that they, they are for the moment. Why should they consider coming to ASI? Maybe they don't have a ministry or maybe their business isn't doing a ministry aspect. But why would you want to invite them to ASI? I think ASI is... Well, it's a partnership between businesses and ministries and professionals. And so 
whatever you're doing in whatever capacity, you have the opportunity to be a, a, a missionary, really. Amen. Whether you're a waiter in a restaurant or whether you're a CEO of a Fortune 500, you know, mm -hmm. um, everyone has a chance to see the people around them as their mission field. But ASI gives you the opportunity to just get ideas and inspiration. Like I said, it's, and just the prayer time. Honestly, I was there this morning and never miss it. Well, I'll try not to. Um, just to pray together and, and just worship God for who he is and what he's doing and, and what he's called us to do. Just calling out for the strengths for what he's called us to do. ASI is a super encouraging time for me each year. What I hear you saying is come for the encouragement. Absolutely. Come for the blessing of being with like believers who have a passion for being lay people that, that are shaking up the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I would say, as you know, for those Americans out here, I mean, most of us have too much stuff, right? right. It's like, that, and, and as I sometimes it can look like a little bit of a financial burden to come here because it's not cheap, you know, to fly across the country and stay mm -hmm. in a hotel and everything, but it's... I tell you, it's worth saving up for. It's, you're going to appreciate it more than a shirt or another pair of shoes in your closet. Um, it's, it's worth saving up for and just making the investment to be here, and it will pay off spiritually and in many more ways. Amen. Joy, we're going to have to take a break, but I want to come back and talk to you a little bit about your history. You mentioned about coming into the church, maybe something uh, from your youth. Just give us a little bit of your journey, but we'll talk about that when we come back. Um, just a reminder to our audience, missionsunlight.org is a place where you can learn more and you may give there too. Uh, please share the link to today's program or the entire show podcast platform with a friend by text, by social media, or even email. Um, take a moment right now during the break and share it with someone. We'll be back with more Mission Sunlight Chat. Welcome back to Mission Sunlight Chat. We are here at ASI in the large exhibit hall with hundreds of exhibitors uh, talking about ministry at different booths and uh, sharing what's happening in their work in their corner of the world where God has led them to uh, be involved. And one of those ministries is Joy Kaufman from Farm Stew. Joy is avidly looking at her notes, ready to tell us something really cool next. What I've asked her to do, Joy, is... Uh, in, is to talk to us about where the ministries are in um, the world that Farm Stew is, is, is working. I shouldn't say where the ministries are, where the locations are, where your ministry Farm Stew is working. Uh, yes, well, we have been so blessed this year. God is opening so many doors. I was in 2015, uh, went to Uganda, and I was just there on a sort of mom's day out mission trip. It had been after many decades of being home with kids and not working internationally as was my dream in my 20s. Um, and so anyway, went to Uganda and while I was there, actually felt like the Lord told me to hire some of the local Seventh-day Adventist Christians 
to carry on the training that I was doing. It's uh, public health nutrition training, so cooking classes out in villages. Anyway, we spread from Uganda to South Sudan, then started in Zimbabwe. Now we're in Malawi, Rwanda, Ethiopia, Zambia, Tanzania. Kibadula's just come on board. They're going to start wow. using our curriculum. Yeah, and then actually we're working with Pamas in the Philippines, planning a training of trainers event there, and we've been doing some work with AWR in Mindoro. Maybe in we should have had you list the places where you aren't yet working. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I could go on. Latin America also is really opening up for us. Cuba, Bolivia, Panama. So it's super exciting. And, you know, I talk about my grandmother. She was of the era, maybe you had a grandma like this, where if you had a really good recipe, you would write it on a little mm. index card and they would share, the women would share. So we see Farm Stew is a recipe and we want people to share the recipe. Okay. That's, that's our mission. Wow. Um, it's a pretty broad footprint around the globe. Yes, but you know, there are two billion people that don't have enough to eat on the planet and more than a billion people that don't have clean water to drink. That's one in four. Yeah, exactly. Oh, one in four on the two billion. Exactly. And one in eight on the... So we the just, other. we feel like, yes, God is growing, but, you know, I don't want to have the luxury of just sitting back and saying, that's enough, you know? We want to share this biblical wisdom. It, it inspires confidence in the Word of God, just like, you know, when people learn about Daniel and Revelations and the prophecies, that inspires confidence in the Word of God. But we believe also that, you know, when they learn, say, for example, Ezekiel 4.9 is a recipe in the Bible that God told Ezekiel to combine grains and legumes. Mm -hmm. And they put them in a pot, you know, they, they, they germinated them, and they were so highly nutritious that the prophet lived on that for over a year. That's all he ate. So we teach actually a similar recipe for a weaning food that helps malnourished children come back to life, yeah. you know, just getting the protein and the whole grains. So simple things. Just been a couple weeks ago that I became familiar with this Ezekiel 4.9. There's a there's a Seventh-day Adventist uh, that's producing uh, breads and cereals with this. This is the title of their their, their product, Ezekiel 4.9. I did 4, not 9. know that company was so into Adventist. That is so awesome. I love their bread. I, I don't <laughs> know that for a fact. One of our other guests mentioned that this week. Okay. So I'm taking them at their word. Okay. Um, and uh, so I just thought that was really fascinating. Well, too. Our, our people, God has blessed our people with knowledge, you know, and then the, the word of God has so much knowledge that when we use it, I've seen so many business people that are thriving and, and that's the other invitation to ASI is people, you know, your business is going to get inspired and equipped to thrive too. So Farm Stew has all these locations. You are moving and shaking, if I can use that term, for the kingdom. <laughs> but you haven't always been doing this. Right. Um, Farm Stew began when? How long ago? So 2015. Okay, so we're eight years old now? Yes. And I, praise God, I'm, I'm as amazed as anyone and it's really because of this Adventist network and, and because I feel that this gift, honestly, this, this eight-letter acronym, I feel like that was a gift from God. The people that have come into my life to help lead this ministry with me, they're all gifts from God, our board, gifts from God, I mean. And, and so I'm as amazed as anybody by the growth and just want to encourage people, like, who knows what you have in your hand or what God will plant in your mind. So... Jumping back, um, in your youth, did you grow up Seventh-day Adventist? No, I grew up non-denominational Christian. Okay. And 
So you did have faith influences. Yeah, and honestly, I had a real relationship with the Lord. Like, I, as a young girl, I just remember looking up into the clouds and trying to figure out which one had heaven on top of it. Mm, okay. <laughs> and so I was looking forward to Jesus coming back. I mean, just going to, like, Christian camps as a kid and learning about the second coming. I mean, I, it was my hope before. Um, but then, yeah, after college, I did my degree in nutrition with a focus in international development. I wanted to do this kind of work mm -hmm. for many years, set off and went to a few different countries, Romania and Brazil, um, but, and then came home and worked in Washington, D.C. And then, yeah, I got my master's, worked for the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services for six years, and then had a child. And I learned the real health and human services, the 24-7, 365 kind. Okay. <laughs> so, so I was home for a little over a decade with both of my girls who are now young women and um, God just kind of opened the doors as they started getting school age was when um, well I homeschooled for a while and then we did Adventist school for a while but how did you connect all that with the Seventh-day Adventist Church well when my youngest you know when the, the kids were really young I wanted to teach them the Word of God and so of course I got a cool children's Bible and started reading the Bible stories and Honestly, I, I had a struggle because I realized that I didn't even know if I believed chapter one mm. because I'd been raised Christian, but in public schools. And I believe, you know, I guess what I'd been taught. And I started wrestling with the seven day creation, you know, six day creation, seventh day rest. So God just put in my life a woman who was a, a creationist and she became a very, very dear friend. She's a Mennonite woman. And after a while reading things she gave me, I became a creationist. So then I'm like, okay, chapter one, I got that one down. What do I do with chapter two? It says to keep the Sabbath holy, you know? And I was like, what am I supposed to do with that? And so I just became convicted on the Sabbath. And frankly, I hung out with Messianic people for about five years. And I was calling myself a Messianic Mennonite because by that time I had served in Brazil <laughs> with the Mennonites and had married a, a Mennonite. So I was. That's a complex definition right there. It's, it's a. Only God could come up with a sense of humor to make me a Messianic Mennonite. But um, anyway, I was, I was convinced, actually, very good friends with uh, Todd and Cherry Olin, who both work for the ministry as well. And they, they were studying with us, but I thought I was going to convert them because I thought that. I was reading all 613 commandments and they were reading 10. So my mm. little brand must be better because <laughs> had more. Yeah, they were reading the Cliff Notes version, right? So anyway, we studied together, studied together and um, uh, eventually, yeah, I read Desire of Ages, I remember um, about, I don't know, 10 or 11 years ago and was so convicted and just, I don't know, not convicted isn't quite the right word, but just, there was just this intimacy with Jesus that I had never experienced. Just, And I loved it, but it was um, a bit scary to me because this idea of a woman prophet, you know, I don't know why now that seemed odd, but, you know, Jesus, God says that in the last days, the, you know, your sons and your daughters will prophesy. So it shouldn't seem strange. But at the time from my upbringing, right. that seemed strange. But Anyway, God just kept working on me. They kept friendship evangelizing me. I say I was a very tough nut to crack. But eventually, 
I'll say it's actually the Ugandans that got me in the tank, as I say. So yeah, it was it was exciting. So I actually got baptized a month after I sort of started the ministry. Like I started in October 2015, and then came home and got baptized in December. Just a personal anecdote. Uh, not long after you started the ministry, you were uh, contacting or you were somehow connecting with a ministry, excuse me, with a church in Florida who I have family attending and uh, you were starting to connect with ASI and they knew that I had been in the leadership of ASI at that point and they said, well, what about this lady? And I was like, hmm, I need to find out more about her. And that's, of course, when I found out more about Farm Stew and was excited about it, even though you weren't one of my members in the Southern Union. Um, can't remember you didn't start in mid-america right you started I started in lake union lake actually union, right. and actually that's when we really got to know each other i was president of lake union right until moving to colorado when you were president of southern, southern right? right so so you started doing some research asking some questions and found out man she's doing something that's pretty powerful so that's a little of our history you may not even know no i didn't back to know them. that but we gave <laughs> you a thumbs Pastor, up um bell no rob oh I don't remember. <laughs> anyway. We'll, we'll talk about that off camera. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Um, we're going to take another break, and then uh, I want to ask you one more question before you give us a challenge before we go. Sounds okay? good. We certainly hope you've been encouraged and blessed by listening to the program today. We have more to come, but we need to take a break. So remember, you can uh, visit us at missionsunlight.org. You can share this program with anyone right now. And thanks for doing uh, that. You can uh, also give if you like do either one of those. We'll be back with more Mission Sunlight Chat. Our salvation is a day-to-day matter, isn't it? The real principle of the Sabbath is reconnecting ourselves with the Creator. We must learn to abide in Jesus now. We move ahead with our mission objectives, recognizing that we are serving together the Most High God. Welcome back to Mission Sunlight Chat. Our guest today, Joy Kaufman from Farm Stew. Not just a pot of stew with vegetables in it, but an acronym that means some pretty important things. Give us the nutshell of the acronyms again. F-A-R-M-S-T-E-W. Quickly, what are they? Okay, yeah. So we teach really a sustainable, what we call conservation agriculture, trying to help even the very poorest of the poor have the basics that they need to be able to have very productive crops and, and reduce hunger. So F is for? Farming. A. A is attitude. We talk about forgiveness and just the positive mental attitude and and how to prevent depression, which is sadly epidemic throughout the world. R. R is rest. And as I mentioned, we go into the details of sleep. We go into the science of Sabbath, like the circadian rhythms Mm -hmm. and just all the, the beautiful biology of that. And then also rest for women's bodies between pregnancies. We're still working in cultures where often Important women are having education in certain locations. Yeah, they're having like nine, ten kids, and often four or five of them are dying. Mm. So we can help to prevent that. M. 
M whole food plant-based meals. Meals. And we do some cool things like um, nixtamalization of maize, which is a big word I can't unpack here. But if you want to <laughs> take our curriculum, you can go to farmstew.org and go to the recipe and there's a free e-learning course. So anybody throughout the world who's listening can take the course. So All right, meal, yes. stew, uh, sorry, sanitation. Mm-hmm. We have, mm-hmm. yeah, this all different things but particularly one of our focuses is menstrual hygiene for girls so that they can stay in school Mm -hmm. but also just basics like hand washing world health organization says you can prevent more disease with hand washing than any other medical intervention tea tea temperance we cover the basics a lot of different directions yeah we cover the alcohol we cover the drugs we cover tobacco um we cover sugar and we cover sex because mm-hmm. so many out of wedlock sexual experiences are leading to STDs and orphans and, you know, just the tragedy of breaking God's commandments. And, you know, it's easy to take intemperate sex and say, okay, we're talking about people in foreign countries who, you know, behave irrationally. But the truth is, it's an epidemic around the globe, including in first world nations where you've got issues with uh, pornography as well. Exactly. And we talk about the holiness and what you take in with your eyes. And really, I was in the Philippines and sharing a health lecture and just really challenged. You know, we're not the only ones with mobile phones these days. They're all over the world. And you can be intemperate with your eyes and your ears. All right. E? E, enterprise. So we teach village savings and loan associations. So just saving money, you know being able to, to have that idea of a rainy day fund, um, but also helping to create the in- entrepreneurial spirit in people. Do you have a microfinance element there, maybe in the future? Yeah, we actually have a subsidiary called Farms to Foods that is helping to start. We have an orchard in Malawi and a bee project in Zambia that we're mm-hmm. working. So yeah, we have some cool things going on. All right, last letter of Farms to W. W, so for example, if you have contaminated water, you can actually purify it with moringa seeds. Okay. Moringa is a tree that grows all over the tropics. And so teaching people some very basics about water purity, the importance of it. And also we have helped now 77 communities get clean wells thanks to our donor support, yeah. which has been a blessing. Wow. Great. So. Um, what's next for Farms Do? Well, as the Lord leads, we want to just continue sharing this firm's do curriculum and to do it in a variety of ways. So, for example, we want to be the health lectures for evangelistic series. We've seen that happen in Uganda and many other places, and people are coming and they're responding. I, like I said, I was doing that in the Philippines, and people came up to me and said, that is the most relevant health lecture I've ever heard in my life, because we're talking about what many of the people around the world experience in their day-to-day lives. Um, We also want to continue expanding into different languages. We have a 400-page curriculum that is now translated into eight languages, and we know that's just the tip of the iceberg of the tongues. We want all nations, tribes, and tongues to have this information and to be able to share it. So we want to keep partnering with organizations and getting the information out in the mother tongue of local people. Is there a country you haven't yet entered, you've got your eye on, or a project you haven't yet attacked that you are thinking about? Well, I'm that so... That you can say. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's true. We have some activities going on in the Middle East we're really right. excited about that we won't talk in detail. 
But then also we have a staff member, Elizabeth Kreidler de Santa Cruz. She actually just led our first training in Burkina Faso, okay. which was in French. It was our first training in French. So we had a three-week trainer of trainer event, and we're hoping to reach into West Africa, the Middle East. And then, like I said, Latin America is opening up, the, and the Philippines is helping us open up Asia. So we love to hear from church leaders and um, ministry leaders, and of course, supporting donors that can help us share this farm stew recipe for abundant life. Joy, thank you so much for being here. We're here in the exhibit hall for ASI in Kansas City, Missouri, in the central states of the United States. And it's a little noisy in the background, but I hope people are hearing. And if they're watching, they're seeing the passion that you have for the kingdom, for education, for health, for improving the lifestyle of people around the world, regardless of caste or class or any mm. of that, just loving people. I, I am appreciating it. Thanks for sharing that. I just want to, as we close, invite you. You can look at the camera there. Those that are watching will s just have a one-on-one -on -one opportunity to share some word of encouragement with, with our viewers and listeners. Yes. Well, thank you, first of all, for watching. And I just want to say God has been my best friend. Honestly, my husband. I have a husband. But in Isaiah, he says he will be your husband, man or woman. He wants to have that close, intimate relationship with you. And he wants you to be a sheep who can hear his voice. And when we hear his voice, he wants us to obey. And I just, I credit God because those things that he has shared with me where I have obeyed, they have been the things that have opened up every door that's ever opened up for me in my life that, that has been a good pathway to walk through. And so I just want to encourage you to listen and obey and just know Amen. the voice of your master. Amen. Joy, I should have had you do this sooner. How can people find you? Are you on any social media or website? Yeah, we're actually farmstew.org. And if you just type in farmstew, we have a YouTube channel. We have, yeah, Facebook. We're not that great on Instagram, but we do our best. And yeah, we want to get the information out, but most That's the trouble with being so busy is keeping up with your you yeah. know, communication side, too. <laughs> exactly. We need to work with you. Um, the, the most exciting thing I have to share is that you can take the full 400-page curriculum. It's all online for free. The people that we want to reach the most will probably never have a credit card, and so we don't even want to charge $5 because it would block them. So we have people who have signed up from all over the world and it's just farmstew.org and then you click on the recipe and it says e-learning and all you have to do is give us your email address and you can take the course online and then get a taste of this farmstew recipe for yourself that's f-a-r-m-s-t-e-w dot o-r-g that's how folks can connect exactly. easiest way and then of course a couple of the social media platforms your handle is farmstew yes and right. a, there is a little purple donate button there too <laughs> yeah that doesn't hurt <laughs> so yeah we look forward to hearing from you one and last i'm at joy at farmstew.org so okay we make everything easy yeah you're brave there joy at farmstew.org yes email her today <laughs> hey um why don't you have a closing word of prayer for us sounds good Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for who you are. You are a good, good father, and you love your children. Father God, you also hear the cries of your children. You hear the cries of their mothers and fathers who may not have what they need to feed them or clothe them or bring them back to health when they get sick, Lord. We know you hear those cries, and we know that you're a God 
who loves and responds. And we believe Farm Stew is your response to the human suffering, your response to the hungry, your response to the sick, the naked, and the poor. And Father God, we want you, when you come, Jesus, we want you to say, well done, good and faithful servant. What you've done to the least of them, you've done unto me. And so, Lord, I pray that our church is people that are prepared to have a good answer for what we've done for the least of these and I thank you for just this opportunity to share with with many people praise you so much for all that's happened with Christopher and this ministry and I pray a blessing on it as well thank you so much Lord and thank you for hearing and answering our prayers may we do the same here and respond to you we pray this in Jesus name amen Joy, thank you. Joy Kaufman from Farm Stew, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for the prayer. That's uh, appreciated very much. We'll continue to pray for you and pray for us as well. Thanks to our viewers and listeners who are watching Mission Sunlight Chat from the Media Missionaries of Network 7 Media Center. You can uh, visit us and learn more at missionsunlight.org. I'm Christopher Beeson and our engineer today, Director of Production Jordan Wagner. Again, thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing our show with your friends uh, via text, email, on your social media platforms. We also thank you for your gifts and your prayers. Most of all, your prayers. They are meaningful and important to us, so thank mm -hmm. you for that. That's all today from our mobile studios here at uh, ASI. This is Mission Sunlight Chat.